0: Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. And this is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. We are out for a walk right now, but we're not going to the movies. We're going to walk around for a bit and then go back to our house <laughs> and then put on Netflix to watch David Fincher's new movie, The Killer, with Michael Fassbender. What do you know about this one, Cathy?
1: Uh, not much, just that I saw it was trending on Netflix and I'm interested to watch it because it's David Fincher.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't even know this was coming, I looked up uh, what it is, um, and it is an adaptation of a two... Uh, no sorry, I don't know the exact year the graphic novel came out. It's a French graphic novel that apparently has been in the works with David Fincher attached since 2007. Wow! Yeah. He really um, wanted to
1: make this movie.
0: So yeah, it's finally here. Uh, I don't know much about it, but uh, I guess he's a killer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can guess that too. Right. Are you a big David Fincher fan? Uh, I don't yeah. think we've reviewed any of his movies on this I podcast. I don't think so
0: either. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, what are we talking? The. What's he done lately?
1: Zodiac killer, right?
0: Zodiac? That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, we're a movie podcast. Yeah, this is a Opening up world. IMDB slowly. Uh, social network? Frank, quick, say some David Fincher movies.
1: Right, so yeah. Fight Fight Club! We haven't reviewed any on this podcast, that's all I was no, saying. No, I don't
0: think so. Yeah. But well, it's probably because
1: he spent 20 years trying to make this movie. Seven? Oh, uh, Gone Girl! Oh, Gone Girl! Oh, that no, was before make, our that podcast. That was before our podcast. What's he been doing? Here
0: we go. Uh, he... Oh, you love Death and Robots. I watched some of that on, on Netflix. He was doing House of Cards. He's been doing a lot of TV... Oh,
1: yeah.
0: ...stuff. Uh, and House
1: of Cards, when it was good, was very, Manc, very good. Mank?
0: Didn't watch that. No.
1: Oh, Mindhunter! That was great. Of course, we yeah. love Mindhunter. he doing a lot of TV stuff. Okay,
0: right. I, I would say, he, it seems like he hasn't had a really big film. Uh, I think Mank did get uh, some attention. We didn't watch that. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, two thousand eleven.
1: Okay, now we're Social just reading Network. an IMD. So page. yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's that's what you get here at the cinema. <laughs> you get in depth uh, movie knowledge. Anyway, at the, I'm looking forward fingertips. to Fingertips.
1: He's a director I enjoy and I'm glad you reminded me about Mindhunter, so obviously he must have apparently with Netflix. Um we absolutely love Mindhunter, it's a fantastic T V show for anyone who hasn't seen it. Go back and watch it, it's two brilliant oh my God, seasons so of T V. Um right, let's go watch the killer. We'll
0: see you in a minute. I find music a useful distraction. A focused tool keeps the inner voice from wandering. This is what it takes. My process, is purely logistical. If I'm effective, it's because of one simple fact. I don't give a th- Hi, we're back. We're uh, back outside for a nice windy walk and we have seen David Fincher as the killer. If it's your first time here at the cinema, we won't spoil the movie yet, but, uh, so we'll give you our general thoughts and then we'll give you... Full spoilers when we turn onto Spoiler Street, which is very near our house. Cathy, what do you think of uh, of The Killer with Michael Fassbender?
1: Um, firstly, we have to fully disclose that this film is in sections and we watched it over like four nights. How dare you give away <laughs> the
0: secrets to how we watch uh, things on Netflix?
1: It's we watched it,
0: yeah, we watched it we basically a chapter at a time. Yeah, it
1: feels like...
0: Just like David Fincher intended.
1: Well, I mean, it's on Netflix and they've separated it into chapters, so they surely anticipated that would happen. Um, I actually enjoyed watching it. Um, in four parts. In four parts, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the experience. Um, I don't know that it, it felt particularly cinematic or that it mattered that I was watching it on a small screen at all. Uh, I really don't think it mattered. I disagree
0: and, with that. Go ahead. And
1: then I... Overall, I was very disappointed by it, particularly because we talked about Mindhunter right before we watched it. And Mindhunter is an absolute cracker of a show. And I felt like, in large parts, while I enjoyed watching this film, I wouldn't... I I, I don't know that it was compelling that I'd have wanted to sit through the whole thing in one go. And I (laughs) found... Well, you didn't. Well, yeah, I didn't. But, like, (laughs) if I was in the cinema, I think I might have been bored by it. Um, I feel like the film maybe thinks it's... Like I'm I'm really surprised to hear he spent that long trying to make it because like fundamentally I found it quite disinteresting. Um and is that a word or uninteresting? And I and I think Michael Fassbender's is a very good actor. I don't know that I found him particularly compelling here. Uh there's a lot of voiceover stuff that I found very tiresome. I agree with that. <laughs> and like we're comparing it to Dexter then, you know, like there's too many things to compare it to like that are better than it. Um so ultimately, I think it's a perfectly fine thing to throw on when you're at home and watch over a few nights. But by no means is this going down in history as like anything like I wouldn't think on David Finch's record of like being a director.
0: Wow. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't hate on it as much as. as I'm not
1: hating on it. It kind just like, of sounds
0: like you are. It's kind
1: of just fine.
0: It's not. It w- did not do it for you.
1: Yeah. At all But exactly. well, I enjoyed it enough Like I wanted to go back when, And finish it
0: I feel like when we were Watching it You were into it
1: though No I was into watching it That's what I'm saying I just don't think It's anything to write home about
0: Okay fair enough um, I love that phrase That phrase needs to get updated
1: Well, it's Who a, writes home we say, It's not <laughs> anything to like Walk around and record A podcast about And yet here <laughs> yeah, we are Yet here we are <laughs> Maybe
0: we should release This podcast in four parts <laughs> um, So I, I I'm a bit hotter on it Than, than you are uh, I liked it I thought it was good I uh, I do see what you mean. I mean, I share your 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 problems with the voiceover. I think voiceover is a, really a very tricky right. thing to get right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it can come across as, as kind of either, um, you know, a shortcut to uh, narrative exposition, a lazy shortcut to narrative exposition, which to be fair is not the case here. I don't think that's the purpose of it. No. I think the purpose of it here is to give you an insight into his mind, but... It's just very, I, it's just like, Michael Fassbender is a good actor, he's good in this, but any time he opens his, uh, mind... <laughs> I, I was cringing, because, whatever, but the writing of it is just lame. He's got this mantra he keeps repeating, um, and also the, um, it's just... Real try hard sort of stuff like uh, did you know that there are thirty six thousand employees in every mcdonald 's in the state of <laughs> like and i 'm just like, god help us and and also um his delivery wasn 't great in the voice in the voice booth i don 't think
1: i't and I think for anyone who doesn 't know what the film's about he's a he's just an assassin he 's a gun for hire right where I That's was it 's a gun for
0: hire on the run. I, I would describe this movie as you said it um. There a minute ago What did you describe it as
1: uh, Nothing to write home about No
0: you described it In the terms of something else um, Anyway It's like It's a bit like John Wick um, Or The Equal There's a bit where It's a bit like The Equaliser at one point
1: And like They're all movies we like Or um,
0: Dexter Sorry Yeah it's Dexter no, but, Meets John Wick
1: But it isn't Dexter you see And this is where I think It's crucial to note Where Two examples I think Of a really strong Inner monologue Are Dexter And You The other, it's, Which is also an Netflix TV series How they use voiceover, a kind of constant voiceover, is the character on screen when they're talking to other people is talking about something, and then the voiceover comes in with their real thoughts, which are completely contradictory to how they're speaking. So it gives you genuine insight into, oh, this character is actually very different than they're presenting themselves. Whereas Michael Fassbender was essentially narrating the visuals of what we were already seeing, and there was a whole beginning of the movie that was brilliant for like 10 minutes right it's a brilliant 10 minute scene but i said today i actually think the scene should have been entirely silent. silent yeah if he'd never opened his mouth we'd have understood what was happening but we'd have been so intrigued whereas he was just there telling us every single thing that he that we were watching <laughs> yeah, him yeah, do yeah, yeah. and that's where i think voiceovers don't work and i think they were obviously trying to take dialogue from the comics or whatever but i just have a feeling that i wonder if there's a version of this film sitting somewhere that's better where he doesn't do the voiceover and then if they didn't have the confidence to release it because it, like you say the performance wasn't great it felt like something they'd made afterwards in a sound booth no I
0: disagree I think I think that this is the intended version I would imagine that the it's if it's an adaptation of a graphic novel then you've probably got that you know square box you have in a graphic novel which indicates that you're inside their head yeah and that I think would probably work very well in that medium well you'd need it
1: because you wouldn't get the whole visuals like we're getting so I
0: think they're saying I think the adaptation is like no there's some dial, there's some great stuff in there, we've gotta, you know, we've gotta stay true to that. That's my vibe, I think this is the intended product. However, I fully agree with you. I would much prefer the version, and this would, I would be relatively easy to do, actually. Someone could edit this themselves. <laughs> just Cut that anything. voiceover out and yeah. it would be so much more, because anytime uh, we were watching Michael Fassbender's character, Go around the sort of minutiae and the preparation of of a hit.
1: So interesting. It was very interesting, yeah.
0: and 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 a lot of the time he's not talking throughout that, and it's just like we get it, and yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued as to what you're doing, and I got to say that's what I liked about this film, the most was the details of watching a killer do their do their work and how much waiting around there is how much preparation there is we'll talk about it a bit more in spoilers but that stuff like it's almost like a a police procedural you know the the best sort of police procedurals for me are the ones that are about like the paperwork and you've got to get this thing right the ones that are obsessed with detail this um the, this movie feels like it's really interested in detail and then so that's got I think it's got going in its favour I think Michael Fassbender does a really good physical performance yeah very good the, I thought some of the fight scenes in this were just fight incredible scenes are brilliant, yeah. there's one really good one in the middle um, and I also thought that David Fincher uh, who clearly it turns out we haven't seen a movie from him in a while we haven't anyway um, it's like man he can make interesting looking movies yeah. I was like really just like uh, it's so just confident and steady he's got that real um like dirty sort of look and realistic sort of look i also liked the, the other thing i liked about this movie is it, it it did have a sense of realism in the way that a lot of um movies uh, have plots that require contrivance and they require uh, characters to run into each other at a part, certain point or for plots to connect this very much felt like a person moving through uh, our world in that he goes places and turns out that someone has been there two days ago. You, know, they, you yeah. know, and then he's on their trail. Then he's just missed them. You know, Yeah, this, I, like
1: that, I like the journey of it. And I think David Fincher, obviously, it's like a weird niche to have, but boy, does he like getting inside the mind of a killer. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so he certainly did that, albeit I'd say we got too much into his mind where we didn't need to hear his every bloody thought. But let's go to spoilers on would this you, one, Would I you think. recommend it then? Oh, yeah, I honestly recommend it as something to throw on on Netflix and watch over a few nights
0: I would recommend I think that it's, is, a, I think it's a good watch that's not me on
1: it that is a that, genuinely I like having something that I can watch in, in chunks because they're signposted because there's chapters so there's, there's a natural yeah there cause. is a
0: nice way that's true
1: yeah um, so I, I enjoyed it like I was like one of the nights I was the one saying oh let's throw it on and watch a few more chapters so yeah I definitely found it enjoyable I certainly don't think it's anyone's best work and I think like it will be forgotten very quickly
0: Which, ooh, interesting. Um, okay, uh, well that's it. We'll take a a quick break for an ad here and then we're gonna come back for spoilers.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place For a
1: happy price Go to your happy price Priceline
0: Right, okay, so we are going to do full spoilers now for The Killers. So you have been warned. The
1: killer. Warned.
0: The killer, sorry, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: it's not the band The Killer, is it? No,
0: uh, although speaking of bands, uh, I was quite um, optimistic at the beginning of this movie when he put earphones in and then he says i always you know kill people to a soundtrack but then
1: again like um, he's like i like to listen to a soundtrack while i kill people <laughs> it's like you know the nature of you putting in the headphones and listening to the soundtrack like we get yeah, it
0: we get it that's just um, one
1: example of Every single thing he explained also, that he was doing.
0: Can I can I just speak about one little David Fincher uh, thing uh, I liked? Because he always does interesting things with, and you know, he's kind of famous for doing interesting things with the camera. You know, having it go in and out of keyholes or into yeah. people's brains or whatever. There's not a whole lot of that here, which I, I kind of actually admired the restraint. But he does an interesting thing with audio there in that scene, in that brilliant scene you referenced, that first ten minutes in that in that uh, work. I, I love, love that, that he's in a work. But when he pops in the headphones. Um, Anytime the camera is outside looking at Vassbender, we don't hear the music. Then, anytime you're in his POV, looking through the the sniper um, the sniper rifle into the the room across there, you you hear the 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 sound in full.
1: I missed that. That's yeah, really clever. that was lovely. And what was it? It was Morrissey the whole time. It was time. Morrissey,
0: and this is my disappointment that I was referring to. I was like, oh great, we're gonna have such an interesting soundtrack. He's gonna be listening to music all the time. He's got his little playlist all lined up, music to kill people to.
1: He should have been listening um, to the killers by all And I was right. just
0: like, it's just like it's all fucking Morrissey. And I look, each to their own, and a lot of people like love Morrissey, the Smiths. I but don't. It was just like, and I was just like, the I whole can't, film li- of it, can't like. listen to any more Morrissey. But
1: I think it sums up his character, which is that he has no he's personality. He's boring. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And again, no nothing wrong with Marcy but that he makes a whole song and dance about a playlist and then it's just one artist yeah like he's one of the most boring characters he's very uninteresting I've ever watched in a film (laughs) and like he's the essentially the only character in this film so like you're spending a lot of time with him and that's where I think the you and Dexter counter examples are interesting because you spend a lot of time with them but they're they're interesting because they're presenting themselves to the world like 180 degrees different than how they are Whereas he presents... Himself exactly as he is No he that's just, no, no. He didn't even smile At like air It's not true Cathy
0: He presents as a German tourist <laughs> uh, like Eating, eating McDonald's starts, <laughs> When
1: he starts monologuing About McDonald's I'm like Are you kidding me
0: I but, actually liked His German tourist outfit and, and and Straight away As soon as he said it I, I saw a German tourist once And dressed as him. I was Like whoa He really does look like A German tourist <laughs> It would be a great Halloween costume
1: It would be yeah, Except no one will note it There's No because you'd blend right in No
0: song. one would notice You're at the party
1: Yeah um, And then you could just
0: monologues to yourself in, in the corner.
1: spoilers like there's not really much to reference like he's doing a hit goes wrong he legs at home to where he lives in this amazing place his girlfriend's been wounded then he goes on a, on a revenge mission then it's
0: the John Wick moment
1: but like I feel like the the movie never lived up to its opening scene like I think the opening scene was incredibly good the stuff with him going back to the girlfriend was like we barely even saw her we would no sense of their connection and then he immediately leaves again and he was on a revenge mission, and I was kind of like, "But why?"
0: Yeah, we weren't as invested you, in his revenge. Like, why like, are you I mean- a
1: revenge mission? Because I kind of got it by the end. It was actually, in fact, that he was trying to guarantee the safety of him and his girlfriend for the future. But I just thought it, it was coming across as this petty thing, and it's like, "Well, mate, you're a hitman. Like, you fucked up." Dave, every Pretty ever harsh, by the way. Pretty They've harsh, ever- by the <laughs> way.
0: You, 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 if you don't, if you don't pass the mission. You're dead! I mean, I, I didn't realise those were the stakes. He's
1: around killing people, so like, he's no moral high ground. He killed an innocent woman! Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd no moral high ground, we didn't get to know the girlfriend but enough. But Cathy, that's
0: because empathy is a weakness. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Mantra was so annoying. I like the one he kept issuing his
1: mantra and then someone just like punch him in the face or oh, something. Oh,
0: this is another thing I really liked about the movie, was the, um, the surprises that would happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that one, that, that brilliant fight scene in the middle with the, uh, the brute. That was uh, which very Which fantastic. Love
1: every bit of him going into the brewer's house. Oh, so
0: good. Really good energy. But like, and that there's a
1: scene where he puts like him, um, he's getting into the brewer's house and he puts like, I don't know, some sort of sedative into like a piece of meat to give a dog. Grand, we get that. Like, we've seen that in a million movies. Throw something into the dog. He's like, this dog weighs approximately 140 pounds and I'm putting two grams of sedative and the dog should stay asleep. And we're like, we know. We can see what's happening. And like, they just... They should have cut eighty percent of them on. I know.
0: I it was know. bizarre. It was adding nothing. It was It was detracting. actually making
1: me think that, like, this audience, this film thinks the audience is really dumb, and I think that's why I was. No, I don't think that either.
0: I don't. I, I just, I just think this is a reverence to the text. I might be wrong. Now. I don't. I don't think this film treats its audience as dumb at all. I really, don't. I really don't. That's I think. The, I think. I think the voiceover is just an unfortunate byproduct of. A graphic novel adaptation, which had probably extensive voiceover.
1: It's just weird and, to uh, me that he was like, I don't really understand why he wanted to make this movie. Like, as much as we enjoyed watching it, and we did, like, it was, it was a good watch. There's no point to it. Like, yeah. at the end of the movie, we were like.
0: Huh? It ends on a bit of a. Just
1: nothing. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Great. I guess it's kind of interesting that he doesn't kill that guy.
1: He and he was just well. He said like I can't just kill a really high-profile businesswoman. That's high too much heat. Yeah, yeah. Businessman, and I love the stuff of him like getting the key code into his gym. Like I love all the stuff where he was being really ingenious about getting yeah. access. And, and when he was he's very in apartment, and the guy even doesn't even know why he's there. But what? I, <laughs> which I thought was Yeah, because it was
0: just, and then he kind of half remembered. Like for, that's what that was interesting as really well. Like to Michael Fassbender, this was a life-changing event that businessman it was just like a tuesday afternoon
1: he goes oh yeah he said something about cleaning up uh, aisle three sure but it made me laugh that the lawyer who had hired he's the one who Michael suggested Passbender. it yeah so imagine you go to a lawyer because you want to arrange a hit the hitman not only misses but kills an innocent victim and then you're asked to pay an extra hundred grand to kill the hitman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. kind of, excuse me, what kind of a business model is this? I didn't get what I should wanted. Yeah. And now I should give you more money to kill someone. Uh, so that was, I love all the stuff, even going back a bit when he went to the lawyer's office. I think when I think about it, all the elements are so good. Like, it just didn't all hang together I, to anything interesting.
0: I also really liked all the detective work, um, right? I like how he, all he had was... Um, Oh, they had. A, the, the, there were two people. They arrived in a at a cab oh, with a yeah. funny color, with a green color. That's all he had. Then he literally just drives around wherever I didn't he like was. But
1: he killed that cab driver, though.
0: But, but but it was in character. I didn't like it either. I um, liked when
1: he said that when but that that's woman in character. said to him, the secretary. And again, you can't really feel guilty for her. You can't feel bad for her being murdered because she didn't knowingly work as like a hit chief. Yeah uh, she, she, she accepted that She accepted but she her she just fate. said don't I thought it was really interesting When she said Don't make my body disappear My kids need The life insurance And then yeah. he actually was like No empathy And then he did it So I thought that was kind of a good Character moment for him And also an interesting point from her uh, So I thought that was all in- like, Yeah it just at the very And there was a There's a whole team with T- scene with Tilda, Tilda Swinton, Swinton.
0: I, I liked that it's I a little try it, but hard I found but a
1: bit beneath her though now I know she's been in recent Marvel movies so who's to say what's beneath her but she
0: if you're going to criticise actors for being in Marvel movies that's, I know, that's, that's half, half of, you of Hollywood you everyone but <laughs> yeah.
1: like it just I liked the scene but it didn't go deep enough it felt like a moment whereby we could have really gotten beneath the surface we didn't and then it was just kind of over so I, I kind of feel like she only showed up to do it because it was david fincher like i doubt she was sitting there going what a wonderful no
0: i don't agree script. i don't agree with that either i think i think that i think that scene in gave us the most insight into his character that we've gotten because we weren't getting anything inside his own head so well, suddenly getting, it was like
1: we're getting nothing but inside about him and she, it's mundane she was
0: implying that he missed on purpose um to, to, to
1: make himself feel to something. make
0: himself feel something, or just to just to 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 make it end. Um,
1: I didn't. I didn't buy that though. That didn't seem. I, I didn't. I don't think he missed on purpose.
0: But it's interesting, and it's, it's kind interesting. of interesting. We're talking about it.
1: But then at the very end, it's just like, okay, him and his girlfriend now live in this lovely place.
0: Yeah, it just felt anticlimactic and and a little insubstantial. And I agree. I feel
1: for the girlfriend. Like I don't want any woman to be like violently abused because of who her partner is. So I felt for the girlfriend. But for me, the happy ending isn't her with him. The happy ending is her being gone and him having some like responsibility for what he did to her. So in, I felt like the ending was very unpleasant actually. I just, yeah. I, and, and there was no wider point. Like, I think at the very end I was like, this is fine. But like, why is David Fincher making it?
0: Yeah, I know you what know you mean. mean? Like, it what? all feels a bit um, insubstantial. Or...
1: Especially now I can't help comparing to Mindhunter they're on a completely different planets
0: well that that has some real good character work yeah
1: really. as interesting well characters. as kind of
0: just having the David Fincher look now yeah. I think he only directed uh, the first few but you know he the template he puts down gets carried through uh-huh. um, and it's got his whole vibe and it's, it's got some fantastic performances in it
1: like this um, is fearing into like a TV movie territory And I mean it effectively is a TV movie They made it for Netflix Well I think this you know,
0: Kind of yeah That turn that, that doesn't really make sense anymore um, <laughs> Yeah I know the, um, the I think this is elevated by David Fincher But I agree I think it's 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 largely throwaway kind of And I stuff. feel like but Michael
1: Fassbender Like we both think he's a really good actor I think he does better on like a British accent maybe uh, I Yeah I think he could have done without I don't See, like, American his, I don't like his
0: American accent. It
1: was distracting because I was thinking, would an American person think this is a real American accent? Because I sure don't. But maybe that's because I know he's Irish. Well,
0: well, I don't think it, he doesn't. He doesn't pick a, an American accent. It's a nondescript, mid-Atlantic sort. I don't know why, how, what you even describe yeah. this. Whatever, like just boring, non, non-specific American whiny. accent that people pick, that actors pick.
1: And I think if he'd had. Because it was an international film, and I enjoy that, that it was hopping all over the place. He could have had maybe an accent with more gravi- that he gave more gravitas to. Purely, and normally I wouldn't say it matters, but it's because he spoke 98% of the dialogue in the film. It actually kind of really mattered that his voiceover had yeah. the gravitas, and he didn't have any. Um,
0: also, just another case where if you'd let him have his normal voice, it probably would have been better. And wouldn't yeah. have affected the film. Yeah. I mean, anyway, look. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I actually think. I, firstly, the main thing I got out of this is I'm glad David Fincher made a movie, and yeah. I got to watch it. And, and, and I'm surprised doing- that I haven't seen a David Fincher film in ten years. Yeah, because
1: when we're saying we haven't done one on this podcast, why are you striking to us? This podcast is nearly eight years old. Yeah. So if we haven't covered, it and we what we like David Fincher. So, but I do think we talked about Might Hunter over on our Patreon at the time. Yeah, it
0: seems he's been, so he's been producing a lot of stuff. He's been doing a lot of TV. He's been busy. Yeah. But we haven't seen a David Fincher film in quite a while. And look, I'm glad he made this. And yeah. I'm glad I got to see it. It was a uh, yeah it has some really good stuff in it and uh, look and, and it was an easy watch because you do you do it in four parts. <laughs> <laughs> Which I honestly don't I think we could have got through this in one sitting, you just didn't fancy it. I just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is fun. I liked how we watched it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, let us know what you think of it if you watched it. Did you enjoy it? And come over to chat to us on Instagram at the Cinemile, We're Cinemile at com. We're over on Letterboxd where we review movies and where we spend most of our time is actually on our Patreon which is patreon.com forward slash The cinema where we do monthly retro movie reviews we do a ton of TV reviews so we just talked about loads of stuff including Loki latest season and we're doing weekly reviews of For All Mankind we've got loads of stuff going on over there loads
0: of stuff going on it's at patreon.com forward slash The cinema. you can sign up for a Uh, A free trial and just see if you like it or not, and then uh, just listen to a lot of stuff and head off. There's also just a great community out there. I'd love to just shout out all of our patrons. Uh, There's always great bands. There's basically a group WhatsApp. Yeah. Uh, It's not actually WhatsApp, but Patreon has a group chat feature where we all just chat and we we gloat about all the films we're seeing at the Cork International Film
1: Festival. (laughs) Um,
0: So yeah, please do check that out um, or just, you know, contact us, email us. um, Or do you know what's also nice? Leave us a nice review. Uh, Give us a five-star review if you uh, write some words with it. We might even read it out.
1: So thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Bye.